tonight on Rogue Padron. The dead speak. It's us. We're dead. And now we're back. <laughs> Baby. Twincest, a Star Wars story, a world without <laughs> lubricants, and a change of clothes for a change of pace. Holy shit. I'm so glad. It's truly the Twincest era of this right now. Um... This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six, standing by. Rogue Seven, standing by. Rogue Nine, standing by. Rogue Three, standing by. Welcome to season 26, mission one, episode 196 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we're back um, and we're going to be starting Splinter of the Mind's Eye by Alan Dean Foster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> apparently, we just don't care about anything that's actually happening in Star Wars right now. So we're going to do this instead. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the further we can get away from present day Star Wars, the safer and more comfortable we all feel. So it's true. It'll it's be interesting like watching... to see what we do after this. But like right now, I feel really good about being I as only far wanna... away as po- we possibly can be while still being a Star Wars book club. <laughs> It was yeah, really watching I, The Mandalorian recently because I didn't, I liked Andor, but I wasn't like, like all in on it. Same with Obi-Wan. And, mm-hmm. but I like loved The Mandalorian where it really hit me that day. I was like, I only care about the EU and this specific thing in Star Wars <laughs> that's happening right now. And that's it. Yeah. I'm like, I only care about truly like the books we read. Um, ironically or unironically, who knows? And also like the Alex Freed expanded universe. Right. right. Which includes Rogue One and Andor, obviously. Right. This has to be so confusing for our listeners because we haven't done an episode in like, I don't know, six months. Who the uh, fuck so are here's we? A quick, here's a quick reminder of your host. <laughs> I need a reminder too. Yeah. If Seth, Rogue Seven, was a Stardew Valley NPC, oh she'd my God. be Emily because she just has her own weird vibes and like <laughs> a parrot who lives in her room with magic carpets and all right stop say some words sorry i'm laughing is it not picking up my laughter no it's not oh that is a crime um i was yeah i was just laughing a lot yes i'm also we're making sure you hear everybody's voices because yeah, you might an have important forgotten part of this and you're um, so confused about who is talking maybe the last thing you listened to was the Padrelorian. And you're wondering why I don't have a Western accent. The Padrelorian two years ago? Yeah. You never people know when people up. take breaks people and come back. Up before the new That's season. fair. Ash, Rogue Nine, would be Corbus because they're your unknown ace cryptid friend who's a weirdo, but very <laughs> sweet and kind. <laughs> okay, I thought what you were going to say was Shane. And I was about to be deeply offended. No, I, I would never Corbis. call anybody on this podcast Shane. So. See, that's where my brain went. <laughs> Just like depressed, sad. No, no. I will take Krobus. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the highest. I want to live in a sewer and sell people weird ass eggs all day. That's what yes. I want to do. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> Danny, Rogue Six, would be Marnie because they have a kind family and lots of precious animals. Aww. Aww. Um, do, so, and, like, I know that, like, Sims NPCs and, like, Animal Crossing NPCs and, like, Charlie Brown NPCs, like, they, they have weird voices that don't say words. Is that the same with Stardew Valley? There are no... Stardew Valley doesn't have any no voice dialogue. Yeah. Oh, just no dialogue? Okay, so I can't even... Yeah, yeah I can't, I can't respond have, like, by written... saying... No. That's not, that's not a play. Okay. All right. Okay. Nope. Well, thank you for that Hebrew. nice intro. 
Oh, you're welcome. Heath, Rogue Three would be your ghost grandpa who just comes in like every three years to judge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, oh, you've disappointed me. Here's one candle at my grave. And like, that's it. <laughs> still, you're still useless. <laughs> Oh, it has been a long time since farm. we recorded. He's given grandpa energy already. Yeah, sorry. I feel like Teddy was like... just a babe. Uh, Meg, and I'm Meg, rogue leader. That's me. Uh, and I would be Elliot because when I'm done with society, I will move to a beach shack and write some tortured poetry that isn't any good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I way to gonna, deal with it. I was going to say, speaking yeah. of tortured poetry, that isn't any good, but that does not work for the Star Wars question <laughs> that I have. No, because it's good. Oh, we got, uh, it's not really a cameo, it's just a part of, like, the, the goddess that is Lizzo and Jack Black. Um, I, what, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Like, what, like, Lizzo song Star Wars character matchup are you making? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, vi- like based on vibes alone or, like, the lyrics match, I'm going Juice and <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I'm going Yaddle and Lingerie. Oh, I was definitely thinking about Lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Anakin, like, episode two Anakin. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm I'm going. Um, actually, I don't know the title of the song. I like them boys, big boys, little bitty boys. boys. It's just called boys. It's just, it's just boys. called boys. Okay, yeah. Go with that one and Poe Dameron. Mm-hmm. I have to abstain from this because I don't listen to cool people music, and I have no idea what any of her songs are. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forgive you. Um, I think... I'm like, is this music upbeat? Then I don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah, most of it is is up. Yeah, um, I would say that uh, Cy Snoodles, of course, the greatest performer in the Star Wars universe, apparently. Um, I was gonna say Cy Snoodles <laughs> and Boys uh, <laughs> because she liked that. Um, but I think honestly, any Lizzo song would work for Cy Snoodles. Um. It's about the but, time works for yeah I, it it truly works all of it like truth hurts also really good for size noodles one hundred percent that bitch like she'll kill her boyfriend it's fine mm-hmm. yeah yeah I mean she's done it before yeah she'll do it again she will <laughs> she, we don't she did take a DNA know. test and it did turn out that she's one hundred percent that bitch it's true it's true. Oh, now I want to make that fan art. Okay, I gotta write this. You down. should. <laughs> when you uh, make it at some point. Bonus one is Jocasta New singing Jerome to Obi Wan Kenobi. Heath <laughs> <laughs> wins. Hang on, let me when you're grown. Come back would, when you're grown. <laughs> I would pay to see that. Okay, yeah, that's really yes. funny. Sorry, I had to Google it. <laughs> yeah. It's good. So uh, uh, on this topic, Jack Black had a TikTok a couple of years ago where he was General Grievous. Um, oh, my God. Perfect and it casting. was like him like on his own shoulders, like swinging the lightsabers around. Um, <laughs> and so I when I was watching the episode, I could only imagine that this character was Jack Black playing General Grievous, playing this character. Um <laughs> so that's just a bit of uh, of uh, headcanon that I wanted to share with the group. His new uh, secret identity I, to escape I, the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I love that Lizzo loved Grogu enough that the creators of the show had to be like, well, she has to be on the show now. Like she dressed up mm-hmm. as Grogu for Halloween a few years ago, and mm-hmm. she like fucking loves Baby Yoda. She like, good for you, Lizzo. I'm sure yeah. there are people on the internet that hate it, but like. The casting oh, there in sure that is. episode was perfection. It was perfection. Christopher Lloyd also incredibly good. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say the one thing I'm disappointed about is that Jack Black did not show up at, to play in Star Wars in his Bowser 
like costume. That's fair. <laughs> I would have really enjoyed that. Yeah, no one Jack- comments. No one comments on it. He's just still dressed up as Bowser. Jack Black <laughs> carried that entire movie on his back. I <laughs> forgot Jack Black was on his, shell, on his shell. On yeah, his shell. On his shell. Yes, <laughs> my mistake. I forgot Jack Black was in it, and when I was reminded, I was like, "Shit, I actually have to go watch this movie." I love Jack Black. I, I was very psyched to see him in Mandar. Um, I was very excited to see Lizzo in it because I know so many of my friends love her. Um, but I was very psyched to see Jack Black for myself. Yes, I was watching it with my father, <laughs> so and we funny. both we both simultaneously went Lizzo as we pointed at the screen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, should we talk about a book? Yeah, yeah. let's talk about a book. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. gonna talk about Doc so, Saber, right? No. <laughs> yeah, does this fall into the definition of book? It is a book. I mean, <laughs> in that there are pages with words it, on them. There are pages with words on them. It is a book. There's a plot-ish. <laughs> there's something going on. And characters. Um. Yeah, this season we are reading the literary masterpiece splinter of the mind's eye um <laughs> which we chose after having a discussion and saying what is the worst star wars book that we could possibly read so, i never thought about the title until you you tweeted the pictures a couple weeks ago yeah, heath and yeah. and now whenever i hear it i like get viscerally in pain which like i already was getting viscerally in pain when i thought about this book because because I, I know what it's about and i read it a long time ago but but now i'm thinking about a splinter in my mind's eye and that also is mm-hmm. making me just it's painful yeah that's some psychic damage why like it's painful splinters? just like the book splinters are so small but they do so much damage and yeah. it feels really it feels really unfair like a single yeah. proton torpedo against death star yep oh is that why it's called that oh oh no the exhaust port of my brain uh, a single why, proton like torpedo the death star on the can, be, of my brain. can be completely destroyed by one minor thing it's true <laughs> yeah. oh the book is a metaphor for my mental health it's a metaphor. Yeah. Oh God! If it is, God help you, Danny. I. This is the bookman's bluff. Let Let's revisit that statement when we get to the end. <laughs> uh, before we get into the chapters for this week, uh, I think when you read when someone reads this book, it's important to like get some background on when it was written and why and how. So, Alan Dean Foster, who wrote the book. He ghost wrote the novelization for the original Star Wars movie under George Lucas's name. And part of his contract was to write a second novel that could be adapted into a low budget sequel for A New Hope if the first movie wasn't successful. Um, He was pretty much given full creative freedom, but he was told he needed to include as many props from the first movie as possible. They were literally like, let's recycle as much as possible if we're going to make a second movie and need to do it on the cheap. Um, Absolutely. Chewbacca. (laughs) Yeah. Han and Chewbacca are not in this book, even though they were main characters in the first movie, because Harrison Ford hadn't yet signed a contract to do any sequel movies. And he probably would have been too expensive, even if they did need to do a lower budget sequel. So this book, there's like one reference somewhere in the book to Luke being like, oh, my friend who's a pirate and a smuggler, but like Han and Chewie just don't exist in this book. And it's because (laughs) if the book needed to become a low budget sequel, it would have been too expensive to have Han and Chewie in it. I want Um, the alternate reality universe somewhere out there where- This was the sequel, and then Star Wars just ended. Died. It just died. Um, yeah. And like, obviously, we have the the um, the hindsight of like we know yeah. Leia and Luke are our siblings, but but of course, if this was the alternate universe, we wouldn't know that. So it'd be a beautiful love story. Yeah. Um, but just like there's sort of like the funny <laughs> thought experiment of like beautiful love story. <laughs> <laughs> would have been something. The funny thought of been a, a love of, like, story. But what would our lives be like if there was no Star Wars? But also, kind of the interesting thing about just like 
think about how much like western cinema and and modern like fandom and and everything would be different if this had been the sequel like yeah yeah. Would we so, have? Would we have? What would have been announced at have? Star Wars Celebration yeah. 2023 20, if this it had been the sequel? Not be a Star Wars Celebration. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, the setting too. It's, it's it takes place on like a dark, misty, jungle planet. They did that because it would have been really easy to like do backdrops and things <laughs> that wouldn't have been too expensive <laughs> to shoot. Um, it like reading this George... book, just imagining like uh, the uh, the original Star Trek episodes of like where it's like clearly just cardboard cutouts in the background yeah. that have been painted. Like that you can you can visualize yeah. that. That's the. It's funny how a book can emulate a cheap movie set, but this mm-hmm. book pulled it off. And when George Lucas read the first manuscript, he had only one edit, and it was to remove a dogfight sequence that was in space at the very beginning of the book because of course that would have been too expensive to film and the <laughs> effects would it would have been like very effect heavy so they like he was just like nope we're not going to be able to do that so that got so no space battles from the book um so yeah some like really interesting context for <laughs> the time and place and situation in which this book was written absolutely uh yeah yeah it's crazy um so chapter one it's disappearing from the cool and it being oh and then it's their dad yeah yeah it's just their dad <laughs> oh my god so i didn't expect just the brigadier general <laughs> um i've written to budget constraints before obviously as a game dev but i've never considered having to write like a book to like mm-hmm. budget constraints <laughs> and it is fucking wild yeah the yeah. the fun thing about like this medium is that there aren't budget like right it's all at your imagination yeah. you can just write whatever the hell you want <laughs> exactly no, you the beauty of books is that you literally have no budget constraints on like visuals or anything or actors nothing like right. that but this book has those which is yeah. very unique yeah, it's like it's fascinating to read this book knowing that. And like you pick up on it pretty quickly too. Like once you know that, it's like, oh, this is a cheap book. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's not much here. <laughs> this is an Amazon Prime original book. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the other thing that's interesting is this came out like the year after A New Hope was released in theaters. So like a New Hope was the only Star Wars anybody knew. And then it was obviously this massive hit. So this book that was supposed to be like, oh, we need to do it. Maybe we need to do a cheap sequel came out and people just like ate it up because people wanted more Star Wars. And this is what they ate up. <laughs> oh, boy. Some um, things never change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is incredibly funny in like retrospect there was like a couple dressed up as luke and land they got married in line to see return of the jedi like oh, it was not oh, according no. to my dad it was like a 50 50 split of people yeah yeah the, it the was shipping really wars would have in been insane awful. yeah truly awful honestly yeah. that's probably why i want kylo and ray to be related because i was like it will be like poetry yeah. to it watch rhymes. the fandom do the exact same thing again yeah. yeah. Come on, George. Um, so chapter one. We well, as we found out a Star Wars celebration, there's still time to find out that Ray there's... and Ben are related. So it might it might Maybe come up later. In the new Ray movie. I mean, having a kiss and they finding out we're related is pretty common in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's extremely one time. related. That's, I have maintained that they should have just cut that out in the special edition release because it doesn't add no. anything. I want no. the Jedi Master Ray Skywalker movie to open on a flashback to that scene, but like it, it, it keeps going where uh, we see Ray like rifling through dead Ben's sweater pockets and finds a DNA test that reveals that Ben is family, in fact one hundred percent. I mean, finds ben his laptop, fact... just finds his laptop login password and looks on Ancestry. Twenty three of me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> 
right chapter one of splinter of the mind's eye we we open this book with luke skywalker flying in space and talking about how beautiful it all is our little farm boy is all grown up at this point he's flying around and just like appreciating the universe he's of course thinking about aunt Beru, uncle owen and obi-wan and how they were taken from him from an evil he calls it a cancer and he has been feeling something too um he calls it an agreeably crawly sensation as if someone were lurking just behind him turns out the force is a bit of a creep just lurking behind people sneaking up agreeably agreeably yeah Yeah, it's really gross (laughs) why do you agree with that yeah luke yeah i think luke might be a freak this is well canonically established yeah, canonically yeah. and le- legendsonically. Legendsonically, yeah, a freak. <laughs> he at this point has not been given any kind of title by the Rebel Alliance, but he also doesn't want one. He he just wants to be a pilot. He just like wants to do his job, be a pilot, go on his missions. Yeah, Luke, nobody. That. He's heading Luke. to a planet. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's raised dad after all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> he is heading to a planet which I believed is pronounced Circarpus for, but which I'm going to pronounce Circus Puss for. I was about to say Sugar Puss for. Is that <laughs> Circus Puss? It's Circus Puss. <laughs> sugar Puss? <laughs> Dad? <laughs> <laughs> it occurs to me that my dyslexia has betrayed me on my on that particular reading of that particular <laughs> It's like the doomed city of Aquarius all over yeah. again. <laughs> he this is this is what it means to be rogue leader. Finding planet yeah. names you can't fucking pronounce. <laughs> it's circus puss. It's circus puss. Circus puss. I mean, that's um, like a fun circus. I don't know how it can be pronounced anymore. Um, and on this planet, there's been some progress with with an underground movement. He and Leia are going there together to try to convince them to join the Alliance and buck the Empire once and for all. Yay! Speaking of Leia, Luke is speaking super of fucking for her. Oh, no! <laughs> Luke is so horny for Leia. There's this quote. Whenever he looked at her, the other caused, the other being Leia, caused emotions to boil within him like soup too long on the fire. No matter if she was separated from him by near vacuum as at present or by only an arm's length in a conference room. I mean, the biggest question I have is why is he in his internal monologue referring to Leia as the other? The other, because he was looking at the ship and saw both her and C-3PO and like was talking about C-3PO first and was like, oh, the other. <laughs> it's still weird and awkward. But yeah. Yeah, I like someone who was raised by like a very prudish listen, family. <laughs> listen, I know that I am on the A spectrum, but I don't know if I'd ever call being horny boiling over like soup <laughs> no, there's nothing pleasant about soup that's boiled soup isn't no, supposed to boil one soup is it lumpy. makes a mess on the stove two <laughs> two your soup is burnt yeah if it boils no one don't. wants to eat burnt soup especially if it's a cream-based soup can't be doing mm. that yeah. Oh boy! It probably All is wrong. a cream-based soup in this example. No, yeah, imagine your imagine your broccoli cheddar. <laughs> there's cream and roll for sure. <laughs> Alan D. Oh, Foster, you're nasty. <laughs> Do you think Alan D. Foster might just be ace and like trying to approximate? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this yeah. is surely how horny people. This feel. is what horny people feel. It's like me this trying to right figure to out me. what it's like to be horny. It's like yeah, it it's like, like soup. soup. It's like soup it's like boiling soup. over. Yeah, yeah, it's like hot soup in my Got soul. It. Got okay, em. you know what? Aced this it. book makes so much more sense <laughs> if you think about the romance from a perspective of someone who's like super super arrow ace like has no interest or drive or anything and is just like i 
feels like this is what the first movie is going for so i'll just continue it (laughs) yeah oh write what you know i don't know about this (laughs) (laughs) oh i love Um, it the alliance has heard that another system is ready to commit itself to the alliance if circus post does so (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna get me every time So this mission could hit two birds with one stone. There's no explanation for what this other system is or why they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> if this if this planet does, we'll do it. But it's a big deal, this mission. I'll just take I mean, Luke's word for it. Yeah. I don't I don't need to be convinced that Circus Puss is a trendsetter in the galaxy, you know? Like yeah. <laughs> with, with a name, a name like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> surely, surely they're the influencers. <laughs> Um, it just Luke... really proves no matter how much time we spend apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We still share one brain cell. <laughs> we were never gone, baby. <laughs> no one's ever really gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luke is feeling very confident about all of this because they have Leia. Um, here's, here's a little reading. He couldn't imagine anyone who could not be persuaded by Princess Leia. She could convince him of anything. Luke treasured those moments when she forgot her station and titles. He dreamed of a time when she might forget them forever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> buddy. Dog. <laughs> it's super funny if this is what he's thinking of and she's still like, I want to fuck Han Solo anyway. Like, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> she still like wants to fuck Han Solo anyway. <laughs> Um, Leia starts having some trouble with her Y-Wings port engine. Surprise, surprise, if you're in a Y-Wing. God. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd they put Leia in a Y-Wing? That's just cruel. Um, it's to make Luke, Luke even more horny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because <laughs> a Y-Wing is phallic and Luke is gay. Is 3 oh, just in the droid port? 3 is like straddling the back. I want he's, yeah, to he's strap C-3PO to a Y-Wing. He's riding the Y-Wing. He's just tied down. He's duct taped. He's he space duct taped. He has a cowboy hat on. Duct taped to the back of the thing. <laughs> yeah, I want to see with a cowboy hat. Holy shit, that just reminded me. Back in the day when I drew Star Wars fan art, I drew Jar Jar Binks as a cowboy. I would love to Hell see yeah. it. Hell yeah. I, I need to go find that. I'll find that. That's a That's new um, voice accent challenge for you, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> Mesa, yeeho! That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> no, we need to. No, we can't. We cannot. <laughs> we cannot do that. We cannot. <laughs> Uh, so Leia tells Luke they'll have to stop at a base on Mimban before heading to Circus Puss. Luke is able to locate a directional landing beacon on the surface of Mimban right before, uh-oh, he sees a puff of gas glowing brightly from the Y-Wing before it expands and vanishes. Leia has lost complete control of the ship and needs to go down now. Okay, hang on. We've Yikes. had Mimban before, right? I mean, since then. Mim- yeah. 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 It was re- it's retroactively. In Solo. Yeah. yeah. It's retroactively been canonized. Yeah. Got it. Oh, Alphabet Squadron. Okay. Great. Oh, nice. See, and Solo is... a, hot, a Star Wars story. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. See oh, is this the one where they're like, they're <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where Han and Chewie have their mud fight. Their mud. Oh, fight. yes. Oh, they little okay, shower. Their okay. shower. <laughs> the little buddy shower. Just a little buddy shower. <laughs> <laughs> Two bros chilling in the shower. They're just a little bunny bath. It's fine. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong about taking a bath with your bros. Okay. <laughs> nothing it's wrong true. with that. It's wow, true. this planet is super horny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Maybe it's something like the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) Meg, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) C 
C-3PO is predictably stressed about all of this. <laughs> he says, we could find ourselves marooned forever on this empty world without companionship, without knowledge tapes, without without lubricants. That's very funny that C-3PO imagine, is very stressed about. Yeah. Imagine being stranded on the horniest planet there is without lubricants. Like that's... Without lubricants. Yeah, I mean... There's no companionship either, so like, it's rough, buddy. There's an industry just waiting to be tapped. Pun intended. (laughs) God. (laughs) We're doing it. We're back on it. Yeah. As they're approaching the surface, Luke feels a little stirring in the force. He calls it a tingling. It sparked an almost (laughs) palpable feeling of unease in him. And it came from something or several somethings on the surface below. So he's feeling a little, a little unsure about the planet on which they're about to crash land. As they enter the troposphere, it seemed as if they'd suddenly plunged from a cloud-dotted but unexceptional appearing sky <laughs> into an ocean of liquid electricity. The atmosphere around them was drenched with bizarre perambulating energy so wild and frenzy- frenzied they bordered on the animate which love Alan Dean Foster's writing here. Wow. Very. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about liquid e- electricity? What does yeah, that, that mean? Yeah, that one stuck with me too. Oh, no um, one knows what that means. <laughs> and it's never explained. <laughs> oh, it's just liquid electricity. Dope. That's definitely Fancy. how electricity works. Yeah. If you get I, it to the right temperature, you... it liquefies. It turns into molten see, glass at a certain See, this is, this is the kind of sci-fi that I find extremely inaccessible. <laughs> Just like, yeah. you're trying to make it sound so impressive, but also foreign, but also intelligent. And it's just like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about this liquid electricity. I don't know about this. I don't know about this bordering on the animate. Like, I... No. Yeah. What are you talking about? What is that? <laughs> At this point, Luke can't see Leia's ship, and soon he loses contact with her on comms. Uh, he's able to use his ship's tracker, though, to get a vague idea of where she went, but can't follow her exact path. He turns off his engines to glide down, something he practiced a bunch on Tatooine in his Skyhopper. He can't see anything through the clouds and rain, though, is the big thing here. Do you think they have that problem on Tatooine? Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Just the clouds and the rain? Yeah, all all that rain on Tatooine. (laughs) He (laughs) crashes in a jungle and assesses the damage. He's going to need all new instruments for his fighter. R2 helps him open the cockpit hood and helps get him out. He sees that... Both engines on the port side of the ship are gone, as is the double wing, which sounds bad. That's like the <laughs> whole like, half of the ship. Hey, like I think it's going to be both instruments. instruments. Yeah. yeah, you're just going to um, need a new ship. This ship is not going anywhere. So he gathers some supplies from the cockpit, including his lightsaber, and then sets out to find Leia. Uh, Danny... I would love for you to respond to this following quote from the book, which seems to just shit on animals for no reason at all. (laughs) (laughs) Once he saw something that looked like a four meter long pale snake slither off into the underbush at his approach. As he strode cautiously over the path it had taken, he saw that it had left a grooved track lined with luminous mucus in the soft earth. But Luke wasn't impressed. He had spent little time in zoological study. Even on Tatooine, which harbored its own protoplasmic freaks, such things hadn't interested him much. If a critter didn't try to eat you, claw you, or otherwise ingest you, there were other things to absorb one's interest. Like what? There was was no reason to call them freaks. There was no reason for that. Luke wasn't impressed. What else do you have to do on Tatooine? (laughs) It's like, yeah, I've seen banthas, so like, I'm not interested in this phospholuminescent snail slime. He hasn't seen banthas yet. 
He's sure done nothing. He They're all over Tatooine. Oh, Ben. Right. Sorry. I, I was thinking Wampas in Empire Strikes Back. He has not seen but, Wampas yet. Yeah. No. He has not. Um, no. I think that this is just demonstrating how much of his force education he still has to learn. Because he's just like, I don't give a shit course. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoda hasn't taught him to appreciate nature yet, so he's he's still got a ways to go. I mean, it does make sense then why he's such a little bitch on Dagobah <laughs> about like being in the swamp and yeah. like, ugh, mm-hmm. living things. Yeah, so far all he has to go mm-hmm. on it is like the feeling of like a weird man standing right behind him all the time and Obi-Wan <laughs> oh, telling him that the force is is the feeling of penetration which Luke also has never experienced so he really has not like he has nothing to go on here yeah it was just so funny to me it's an like invisible dude behind yeah. <laughs> and that's how you're moving right things you. that's how you're actually moving things it's just right a guy it's just a dude <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so funny, like a four meter long snake. That's a long ass snake. That's huge. That's a not huge a huge Skywalker. And it's leaving luminous slime. Luminous That's mucus. Shit. That's so cool. And he's like, nah, not impressed. Nah. Hey, <laughs> protoplasmic freaks. Fuck off. Not, You're a freak. I'm not asking you to be impressed. Just like it's, you're on a whole new planet. Like yeah, you should be just, impressed. Yeah. Side These note, I, he- I heard that the protoplasmic freaks are coming to Summerfest this year, and I cannot wait to see them live. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. They're great live. Um, Luke then sees a Mimbanite come out of the greenery, and I don't know if this is like what a canon Mimbanite is at this point, but it's described as a large, dark brown, furry ball with patches and stripes of green covering its body about a meter in diameter. He keeps his hand on his lightsaber just in case that the creature gets scared and scurries off. Crisis averted. Thank God. It doesn't feel that averted. (laughs) Yeah. Feels feels a little ominous still. (laughs) Yikes. Chapter two. After crashing, Leia decides to wait for Luke so that they're not, not both wandering around looking for each other. She's fucking smart. Yeah. She's like, we don't need to be just chasing each other around, not knowing where each other are. You smart. go up to customer service and then they make an announcement over the intercom. I lost my mom. There's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lost my mommy. Um... You do. Um, did that ever happen to any of you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was a kid. Yeah. Su- surprising, absolutely no one on this podcast. I was a child that got lost a lot. <laughs> I like to make a run for it whenever I got the chance. And also, I was very small, so <laughs> it's easier yeah. to lose me. Happened to me once, and it was. I was so embarrassed. It was like one of the most <laughs> scarring experiences. How old? Oh, no. I don't I'm like seven this was or eight. a couple weeks ago. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just like felt so embarrassed to be the kid who was like, uh, come find your kid. Oh yeah. That, area. that that only happened to me once um in a Fred Meyer. But I was one of those kids who was on a leash whenever we had to go out in public, like in like, you know, just like SeaWorld and stuff like that, uh, because I would beeline for the Stingray Touch Tank and try to get in. I almost made it once. (laughs) Three-year-old Meg. Anyway, keep your kids (laughs) on leashes is the moral of the story. Yeah, no, that's not the, no, 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 <laughs> can't no. be lost if you kept on a leash. <laughs> yes, he, no. the one parent. Uh, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we might know more about putting kids on leashes than you do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one parent that we know of. <gasps> okay, well, if I had a kid and didn't know it, that'd be very concerning for a number of reasons. I'm not that kind of mommy. Um, <laughs> It's different. Next kids will be in line. Yeah. <laughs> They're on a tight ship. 
don't know. Judging by us. We know. <laughs> You're adult children. <laughs> you can make or Meg's mistake. given up, right? Like we're You've already at- left yeah. the house. Lost like cause. Yeah. You're you're out of the house. I have no control anymore. <laughs> Leia gets spooked by a noise and is mad at herself for being so easily startled. She's just like big mad, but at Luke for some reason. <laughs> Why not there? be mad at Luke? Same, uh, Leia. Same. It says she was twice over angry at Luke. Angry for not performing a navigational miracle and following her safely down without instruments or control and angry most of all because he'd been right in insisting they ought not land here. She's just like mad at Luke. That's so for... petty. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's really kind of being written as a capital W woman here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, the worst fate for any female character. And yet happens in Star Wars constantly. <laughs> oh, constantly. She then hears a little rustling noise and gets her pistol ready to shoot. And good thing she didn't because it's Luke. <laughs> R2 and 3PO are very happy to see each other. Um, the true Leia, of the story. Yeah. Leia immediately apologizes to Luke, saying she shouldn't have tried to land here. So I guess she's not mad anymore. <laughs> it's just like a complete 180. Now that he's here, it's on fine. the same page. It was just I like, got better. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine now. It's fine. Did you make uh, him Leia... British? <laughs> yeah. Is the Mo- yeah. the Monty Python character is British, right? I got better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Just turned into a the wrong. Doing the wrong British. I think. <laughs> I only know one British accent. It's Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> wait what <laughs> you were going posh british there when i was in oliver twist in middle school we got a cassette tape of cockney british and that is the only british that i know how to do i got better <laughs> there we go there we go please sir i want some more you sound like jason statham <laughs> <laughs> maybe drunk jason statham yeah, yeah, same thing. After he's had a few pints at the pub, those words that British people use—that's that's know. a very British way. To, okay, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. No, you said the right thing there. Yeah, you're doing good. Yes, I'm international. Leia tells Luke she was able to plot the location of a homing beacon, which they hope is a station where they can get parts and repair their ships to get the f out of here. <laughs> Luke then helps Leia out of the cockpit, but in a horny way. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'll read this little excerpt. Carefully, he lowered himself in next to her. As he unlatched her seat, he became conscious of the confined space they were working in. Awkwardly pressed up against him, the princess seemed to take no notice of their proximity. In the dampness, though, her body heat was near palpable to Luke, and he had to force himself to keep his attention on what he was doing. You horny! <laughs> My guy, what the fuck? He really is 19 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a fucking 19-year-old piece of this shit. This is the first girl who's been around. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Big yikes. That's... So... Yeah, not... Not great. He then helps Leia gather some supplies and off they go. They theorize that the station could be used for xenoarchaeological research, which would mean it's a temporary outpost and also recent, which is good news for them. Um, here's another horny Luke excerpt. <laughs> By the oh, way, good. just for just it's for all of you and listeners, anytime Luke or Leia are horny for each other in this book, we're going to read it. this is chapter two and there's so many (laughs) oh my god this is season 26 i think the glisteners know they trudged on luke stealing admiring glances at her when she wasn't looking disheveled and caked with mud from the waist down she was still beautiful he knew she was upset not at him but at the possibility they might miss the scheduled conference with the circus pussian underground that's even worse I circus love the word circus pussy. Yeah, circus pussy is certainly no. Nope. So a much word. worse. It's so much worse. Yep. 
We here at the Circus Ooh. Pussy Delegation. <laughs> I was not prepared yeah. for that word to happen, honestly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I love foreign languages. So far, I've learned basic, Ithorian, and Circus Pussyan. Circus <laughs> no. Everyone loves a good Circus Pussyan. No, we don't. It's one no of the Star Wars romance lines. languages. <laughs> <laughs> it's the top tag on uh, Star Wars Pornhub. Spornhub. Spornhub. Yeah, Spornhub. there we go. Circus Puss. <laughs> I'm sure no that's joke. a tag on actual Pornhub, too. So, probably. Um, oh, speaking of Spawn, uh, I did almost genuinely convince a game I'm working on to put in a spur joke. Um, <laughs> I got so close. <laughs> Amazing. It's going to happen one day. One day. They'll do it. You're doing hero's do work, it. Seth. Yep. I'm try I'm trying my best. Someone's gotta do it. Might as well be you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just spontaneously combust if that if if I was like, oh, I'm gonna play this game my friend worked on and then saw a It's for you. You know that it's specifically for you. Yeah. So they wander around all day looking for this station then it's nighttime and luke is still horny <laughs> good Happens lord night <laughs> here is another excerpt as they're like trying to go to sleep good lord then he happened to glance down at his companion's face it was not the face of a princess and a senator or of a leader of the rebel alliance but instead that of a chilled child what mm, yeah we're still going sorry <laughs> moistly parted in sleep her lips seemed to beckon to him he leaned closer seeking refuge from the damp green and brown of the swamp <laughs> in that hypnotic redness he hesitated pulled back she was an aristocrat and rebel leader for all he'd accomplished above yavin he was still only a pilot and before that a farmer's nephew Peasant and princess, he mused disgustedly. A chilled child. Like, I refrigerated a kid and he's like... <laughs> I... This has Luke. to be... Why there are so many descriptions of things that are wet. And none of I mean, them they're in a good. swamp. Yeah, but like, you don't have to keep pointing it out that everything is... Her lips are moistly parted and like... <laughs> yeah on the topic of lips being moistly parted like everyone is saying like oh god rogue potter is doing a shitty book why oh why but like i'm forever grateful that i now have my least favorite horny description of lips <laughs> like that's the thing i didn't know that i needed but now i have it i like i've read a lot of bad I'm... romance and they don't say things like this i'm traumatized <laughs> i this I... is horrible I can't imagine reading this and being like, you know what? This is my ship. Yeah. <laughs> if if I was shipping this film. If it's the only book yet, but if I was shipping this before this book came out, I would read this and be like, you know what? Never mind. No. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually good. <laughs> I manage. No, go ahead. Read this part and then I have something to say. Luke manages to keep his pants on somehow and keep his lips from the chilled child. By reminding himself that his job is to protect and defend Leia, even from himself. The problem is, is that <laughs> he, Luke stops because he's like, oh, she's an aristocrat and like, she's important. Not because it's really fucking bad to like kiss someone in their sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, not because he's being That's a creep, but because he's a <laughs> The problem is, there's no consent involved. Yeah. The problem is that, dude, you just shouldn't be doing that. Wow, I love the 78s. That's when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you said it like there's been multiple of them. Yeah, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, <laughs> and they've all been the same. I, I think I was also thinking, like, oh, the aloes are at it again. They sure. <laughs> You know what, but this does extremely read like somebody who doesn't understand how this it stuff really, works. They're like, okay, what's sexy? Uh, Moist lips. lips. 
<laughs> yeah, like, uh. <laughs> I'm just aghast at every word that I've read in this book so far. Yeah. Just. As you should be. So then it's morning again, and they start walking. And at this point, they've been wandering for days. When they finally come across what they first think is a wall of trees, but turns out to be just a regular wall. Um, <laughs> happens to the best of us. <laughs> it's so stupid. Is this a tree or a wall? I can't really tell. I don't know. <laughs> One of my favorite drinking games, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then they go around the wall and they come out onto a street with buildings lining both sides. Seems like they have found a place that might get them what they need. Leia thinks it's a little too substantial to be a scientific post. And then they see two stormtroopers walking on the street. Uh-oh. Um, they're surprised to see the Empire here because the Circus Pussians... <laughs> You got us. <laughs> you did this. Uh, they don't know the Empire is here. And if they find out, they'll definitely join up with the Alliance. If they find out, like, oh, the Empire was secretly on our planet. No, thank you. Um, so now they really need to get help and get back there. They see. What are those people doing that they don't know the Empire's on their planet? Yeah, I don't know. The They're Empire's just... not subtle. No, no. They didn't yeah, know all of their all of their in the sky. Walk around with giant, very obvious white costumes. <laughs> Listen, what it's hard Jenner to tell say? sometimes. If you don't look up, it's not a problem. If you don't look up, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. That's fair. Can't see. And circus pussyheads famously only look at their feet. Got <laughs> They're super horny. <laughs> You're saying it's so normal. <laughs> and I'm so upset. We've we've normalized it already. <laughs> Normalize circus pussy in. No. <laughs> the world needs more circus pussy ins. No. In general. <laughs> we found the way to torture make this season. I hate all of it. <laughs> this is the plot line too. <laughs> Meg, the alternative was sugar pussy and so is it that I said super pussy and i think or oh, sugar super pussy and i can't remember. yeah still better super than circus. Circus. <laughs> circus circus it's the circus that really upsets me it's like a it's like a circus pussy like when you like squeeze on it it honks is that <laughs> <laughs> then luke and leia see some other people walking around <laughs> wearing unusual black coveralls that leia recognizes as mining suits wait the okay empire... wait you're telling me the empire is here to mine yes what? the empire they've is never here done to that dig before. something valuable this is, this is the first time that they've done that chronologically <laughs> speaking yeah very first oh sure well, alan dean foster is a trendsetter with this book yeah. holy shit they're here to dig something valuable from the planet, and the circus pussians don't even know. <laughs> Luke and Leia connect two and two with what they were seeing and what happened to their ships, and they conclude that the Empire is energy mining, which is illegal to do because the fallout materials from that would be harmful to a planet's native race. Not that legality has ever mattered much to not that empire. wiping out non humans ever matters to the empire. Yeah. I love that Danny and I are both like energy. Well, I, I, is that is that are they harvesting the liquid electricity? Is that what's happening they, here? They yeah, must so. be, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Which I guess is gonna cause fallout, cause fallout. Um, that's what electricity does, mm-hmm. it's well known for that, yeah. And that's why we have to be careful with it, it in our homes some... and contain it within wires. Might have some shocking what? consequences. <laughs> Wires are basically like pipes for electricity. <laughs> That's like, you can't argue with that. That's science. You ever just say something science. and everyone else just goes silent? <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Every time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Every time I say if circus pussy and in saying... a work meeting, everyone just like goes silent. And I'm like, how can we get anything done if we can't talk about circus pussyans here? We're just no, discussing why the is rich that part culture of, of circus pussy. No, 
no, we're not. <laughs> uh, Luke says they need to not attract attention to themselves, so they'll have to steal some clothes to blend in with everyone else. Leia's like, I'm not stealing clothes. I'm a, I'm a person of merit. And Luke is like, fine, I'll steal them. They find a shop and Luke uses his lightsaber to break in and get new clothes for each of them. Luke tries to watch Leia change into the new clothes. Big yikes. She's finally like, uh, turn around, creep. <laughs> she also demands that uh, R2 and 3PO turn around too, which I thought was very funny. Listen, she's R2 treating never them like gets people. a memory wipe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. She's treating them like people, as she should. Thank you, Alan Dean Foster. She doesn't know that they're gay, and they do not care. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Yeah, they're wow. not like, is so progressive. <laughs> this book is the most progressive droids ever get. That might actually be true. And that <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, that's miserable, boy. frankly. Um, they need two more things to help them blend in. Luke tells Leia she needs to stop walking like royalty and walk like a normal person, <laughs> which is valid. Her whole Very... life, she's walked with like this air about her. Now they're among minors, and it's like you are going to stick out like a sore thumb if you keep walking. Yeah. Your little well, if she's among minors, walk. it's a good thing she looks like a chill child. <laughs> no, <laughs> a fellow minor. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. She's got, she's got that black lung, you know. <laughs> He also tries to dirty up Leia's face for her with dirt. Um, he she just wants to on... touch her face. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She insists on doing it herself and then removes all of her makeup. Does it describe off... how she removes her makeup? Just like using dirt from the ground. And her yeah. makeup yeah, sucks. How, how one person would take off makeup. With yeah, dirt. that's how, how one removes remove makeup. makeup. Yeah. That's, well, good thing she wasn't wearing waterproof mascara, I guess. I guess. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Woman written by men. Mm-hmm. And then they're off to find some food because Luke says Leia looks like someone who's been out in the desert for too long. And Leia says she's starting to feel like it too. And that is the end of chapter two. She's got mud on her face and he's like, you look like you've been in the desert. Luke's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> I am so I glad that George like Lucas this. didn't do this. <laughs> Imagine if this is the Aren't this you is glad? The aren't you Imagine glad that Star Wars George was successful? <laughs> this is such a cursed book. It's and so cursed. This is the sequel that I think Star Wars fans currently deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Disney, just, please retcon what we've got and just make this. Yeah. Don't even retcon. Just put it in there. Just make it canon without any considerations. Because <laughs> I think I think the problem of Star Wars... <laughs> so many problems. I think the, one of the main <laughs> problems of Star Wars fans is that they care too much about the timeline. Whereas... All of these other fandoms and stuff like that, the timeline makes no sense. We got to stop caring about the timeline. And like Star Wars officials feed off of it because they're like, yeah, we do care about the timeline. They have to stop caring about the timeline. Okay, so you say that. However, Favloni have have started eroding that, which makes me want to care about the timeline out of spite. They're just like, there was two years between Mandalorian Season 2 and Mandalorian Season 3. Who cares? Favreau said that, and then Dave was like, all of the seasons have been in the same year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they fighting. I I think they still hate each other, frankly. They should. (laughs) They better. (laughs) They better hate each other. (laughs) How could you not? We have too much knowledge of Star Wars. I think we know too much. 
we know too much it's a curse us as a podcast or like collectively as a society no not us as a podcast we don't know shit compared to (laughs) to other star wars people (laughs) (laughs) i think just star wars fans we are given too much information Mm. and we seek too much information and we have to fill in the gaps with a bunch of stupid shit i'm here for the vibes let it be a mystery How long was Luke training with Yoda in the Empire Strikes Back? I don't know, nor do I care. We don't fucking know. Long enough for the comics to keep going. Yeah. And, like, who knows? It could have been a time dilation. Yeah, maybe they were near Black Hall. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, maybe Yoda made it. Who who knows? knows? Maybe that entire swamp exists in a parallel reality. We don't know anything. Oh, no, don't bring the multiverse into Star Wars. Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need that shit. <laughs> Bringing it back. No. <laughs> I think I would straight out quit Star Wars if they did that. Oh, should should I do the listener question since since Heath is? Oh yeah. yeah. Like, what's what? What's what? <gasps> wow, I've never done the listener question before. Ooh, this is fun. This is new. All right, listeners. <laughs> Here's the glistener question for this week. Which Rogue Padron host is leaving after this season and why? Um, I'm Ooh, I, need, time I need a week to think about, to this, think about one. this one. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. there's a really good reason. <laughs> yeah. huh. So daunting. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't come up I with think, anything right now. Yeah. I listen, it's a Monday. It's tough. We're recording this on a Monday. Our brains are, our brains are. Gone. I barely slipped. There's yeah, been a large so... man standing directly behind me for this entire episode. I'm not sure why. You know, just... <laughs> my sleep paralysis demon is just the four. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder things start levitating whenever I sleep paralysis. Listen, I just assumed it was a ghost. The the couple times that I've had a visit from a sleep paralysis demon, all it did was like come in and spoon me so like, hey you say could, this but like the last time the last time i had sleep paralysis i had a grogu like the toy positioned <laughs> it was the only thing i could see so grogu was my sleep paralysis it's, demon it's the force uh but yeah so listeners uh we don't obviously don't have responses i'm sure we asked you a question at some point but we don't fucking know when that, that was, last was literal months ago yeah, yeah. so you will get glistening bodies of some kind if you're still listening to us you get a glistening body. yeah if, if you're, you're here right now this episode yeah and if you're not listening to us you don't get shit that open for interpretation for the worst <laughs> thought possible and they'll never know you'll never know Dear listeners, hit us up on Twitter at RoguePodron with your answer this week's listener question. Whew, it's been a while since I've done these. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> I believe in you. Our website is RoguePodron.com. My email is RoguePodron at gmail.com. I did those around the wrong way. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we have a Patreon. It's Patreon.com slash RoguePodron. And we have very funny interactions in our Discord sometimes. Um, you should join us. <laughs> we talk about shit in there. It's great. Uh, and there's also other perks, which you can see if you go to our Patreon. Um, you can listen to us on your favorite podcatcher. Doesn't matter. You already know that because you're fucking listening to us. But however, <laughs> you can review us on iTunes or Spotify or Google. I don't know. We're not on Amazon because fuck them. Um, so not there. <laughs> but That's leave right. us a review. It's nice. We're back. We would love uh, something nice from you all. It's been a while. And we like to hear yeah. from people. So thank you for listening. Um, I think that's all I have. Tell us you missed I think, us. Tell us. I think that, yeah, tell us you missed us. Tell us you tell love us. Why you're so happy that we're back. <laughs> I just put in the Discord that we're back soon-ish. Tell, just for the validation. Us. Yeah. We need your validation. It's been a rough, it's been a rough time. <laughs> it's been a year. Been I know it just time, but it's been a year. <laughs> It's it's already the second quarter of the I year. Actually, so don't I say no that. Idea. I actually have no idea what the hell our gen cat gen chat in this Discord is supposed to be because everything is named something. It's top complete. world. <laughs> okay, good. So I posted in the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. See, we're good at this. 
<laughs> all right next time join us for splinter of the mind's eye chapters three and four but for now this is rogue padron crashing in a y-wing and signing off <laughs> cash out Oh yeah, so okay, so I did read chapters. So I did read so convincing. The first no 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 I did read the first couple chapters of a book. I read the first couple chapters of Dark Saber. <laughs> I forgot which book we were reading. So you just fully read a different book. Steph, I started Dark Saber. Yeah. Steph, my my fucking best friend, love of my life. You could have checked the fucking Twitter. To see I, which book we're no, reading. Absolutely well, okay. Not. In my brain, it was Doc Saber. So why would I check? You know, like I was like, this is right. And then Dylan started tweeting about how they couldn't find Splinter in the Mind's Eye at the library because it was all checked out. And I was like, hang on. <laughs> Do we just have like a <laughs> Well, here's the good news. I also read the chapters in 2016. So we have the, the same two of us, we've got knowledge. really great, yeah, really great knowledge. Of I book. do have, I do have Splinter of the Mind's Eye coming from the library now. Um, I cannot so get that eventually. <laughs> I cannot be the only person who read this book. Me and Heath cannot be the only people that read this book. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> what? <laughs>